Let's take you live to emergency management where we're getting an update on the latest on the tornado cleanup. Okay. Good evening. I'm County Mayor Randy Porter. As you know, our county was devastated by an F4 tornado one week ago today. We have now moved from search and rescue last week to now we're in the recovery and cleanup phase. Support from across the country has been absolutely incredible. Donations have been almost overwhelming. The amount of love and support from our local community makes me proud to be a citizen of Putnam County. The survivors and victims and their families continue to be our main concern. We have a special messaging system that we are using to communicate with those folks. If you're not already on the system and you are a survivor or a victim's family, we strongly encourage you to call and be added to that system. It gives the survivors the ability to have a two-way communications with us at the Merchant Operations Center so that we can try to address any needs that they may have. To be put on the system, you can call 931-646-INFO, that's 931-646-4636. You can also go to our website at putnamcountytn.gov forward slash survivors. Today we had 450 volunteers on site, and since last Wednesday we have had over 6,000 volunteers in the area assisting residents with cleanup and recovery. We want to thank everyone for volunteering. The outpouring of volunteers has been truly amazing. Our Volunteer Central continues to be at the Putnam County Fairgrounds. If you want to volunteer, you can go there and sign up, or we have a new link on our website at putnamcountytn.gov forward slash volunteer. We have an update on the injuries from last week's tornado. A total of 92 people were treated at Coolville Regional Medical Center. As of today, only one person remains hospitalized and that person is in stable condition, which is a true blessing. We have no updates on any patients that have been transported to other hospitals at this time. Our damage assessment continues throughout the area. We've had codes officials along with TEMA and FEMA reps going from house to house. We currently have over 700 structures now that have some form of damage. 147 were totally destroyed, 127 with major damage, 175 with moderate, and 262 with minor. We have 32 businesses that were affected. Eight of those were destroyed. Four of them have major damage, five of them moderate, and 15 with minor. Those numbers can change on a day-to-day -day basis as we continue to update our assessment. Power has been restored to all the customers in the area except for those homes that are damaged and cannot be restored until repairs have been made. If your home has been repaired and you're ready for electricity to be restored, please contact Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Cooperative or Coopville City, depending on where you live, uh, to have your power restored. Frontier and Spectrum continue to work to restore telephone and cable service to its customers. Frontier Long Distance Service to Putnam County was restored today. Mail service to the area, of course, has been impossible. The post office, though, is holding everyone's mail, and they will continue to do that for up to 30 days. Residents can go by the, our local post office here in Cookville to pick up the mail, or they can contact them if they would like to have it forwarded somewhere. We're working to get housing for residents that are still staying in hotels. We have a list of available rentals we can provide if you will call this number, 615 891 
888-9540. If you would like to donate to pay for someone's hotel room, please call us at 931-646-INFO. That's 931-646-4636. We have had several folks that have been calling in and donating money to pay for hotel nights at our local hotels. Our goal is to try to get all those folks moved out into housing as soon as possible. FEMA is on the ground in a big way, and we have representatives from FEMA and TEMA here with us tonight. They're going house to house to help assist the survivors. We want to make sure that all of our survivors and victims' families are taken care of. FEMA assistance is available for temporary housing costs and residential repair costs not covered by insurance. To apply, you can go to www.disasterassistance.gov and download the FEMA app, or you can call the 800 number at one 800 621-3362. For those of you that have applied, they advise that you check your bank account on a day-to-day -day basis. It is a transfer into your account if you've been approved uh, for assistance. Seven days appears to be the normal time frame to get assistance, but it can be sooner than that. If you get a rejection letter, please do not read just the top of the letter that says rejection. Read the letter carefully. It may only be one feel that you have made a mistake in or left out that needs to be filled out for FEMA to be able to process your form. If you get a rejection and you do not understand or need assistance, please call the 800 number and talk to a FEMA rep. We are opening up a multi-agency disaster resource center at Hyder Burks on Gainesburg Grade tomorrow. The resource center will be a one-stop center for survivors' needs. The center will be open from 9 a.m to 6 p.m. seven days a week, except for Thursday, which it will be open to 7 p.m. And I'll let the FEMA reps and team reps go into that more thoroughly uh, in a minute. There will be a lot of folks there. Like I said, we want it to be a one-stop shop. If you have a need, uh, if you're a survivor or a victim or a victim's family, we ask that you, uh, you come. The Small Business Administration will be there to help uh, small businesses that are needing assistance. Tennessee Public Health Department, Red Cross, Long-Term Housing, Legal Aid, Tennessee Department of Human Services, Upper Cumberland Development District, Workforce Development, and the Mobile Drivers License Center for anyone that needs a new license. If you have, our need, if you have a need, our goal is to make sure that you're taken care of and assistance is provided. I want to say special thanks to FEMA for being here. Uh, it's, their response has been amazing. Uh, they have been here. They came in very early. Uh, team of was with us came in immediately following, and they were here early Tuesday morning, and both these agencies have been great. I, in all my years of emergency services, uh, this has been the best response from all of our agencies that I've been involved with, and I want to say thank you to team and FEMA and everyone involved. Uh, we continue to feed our volunteers. Our main sites for meals is at the Double Springs Church of Christ, just off of Bloomington Road. If you or your company, and we're talking about large cookings now, uh, large food vendors that are wanting to provide meals for not only the residents and the survivors, but also our emergency responders and our volunteers, you can call our food rep here at the Emergency Operations Center at 615-853-3975. Uh, we will be opening a bid for a private company to come in and start the cleanup process. That bid opening will be tomorrow at 2 p.m. Our goal is, is to have that bid awarded uh, Thursday morning. Uh, the company will be deploying within 24 hours. We will be providing residents 
uh, in the upcoming day or so with our debris removal plan. If you have insurance, your insurance company should be paying or providing for a contractor to clean up your property. And those contractors can take the debris to our local landfill on Cooper Boat Dock Road from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. seven days a week. The city and county will be removing debris from our right-of-ways. We've already started that. It's been ongoing uh, since the beginning, uh, right after the storm. Uh, probably tomorrow we'll be providing you instructions on what you need to do to get debris picked up from the right-of-way uh, at your house if you uh, have a uh, property that you are not covered by insurance. The National Guard arrived in a big way today. Uh, they started coming in yesterday, full force today, bringing in large trucks and equipment to help the city and county in cleaning up its roads and right-of-way. I want to say how appreciative we are uh, to those folks that have come in. Our National Guard has been great. Those men and women uh, have been unbelievable, and a special thanks goes out to them and also to their families uh, that they have had to leave to come in while they're being deployed. Uh, we cannot speak words of gratitude enough to say thank you for what you're doing. I'm now going to turn it over to Sheriff Farris to talk about our streets and roads and, and some other issues. Sheriff Farris. Thank you, Mayor. Good evening. Uh, part of Highway 70 uh, was open this morning. Uh, the rest of Highway 70 will be, will be open at 6 p.m. tonight. <clears throat> Speed limit in that area has been lowered to 30 miles an hour. Uh, there will be periodic closures uh, due to uh, ongoing uh, traffic and construction in the area. Uh, side roads uh, still remain closed to no through traffic except to homeowners and uh, direct assist, assistance to the homeowners. Those roads include Plunkwitzen, McBroom Chapel, North McBroom Chapel, Echo Valley, Estates, and Locust Grove. We'll continue to have a strong, heavy presence of law enforcement in the affected area, especially in the neighborhoods. Please use extreme caution while driving through Highway 70, even though we have opened it and the speed minutes lower. We have a lot of food, uh, foot traffic in the area. Uh, curfew is now lifted. There is no curfew in the affected area. Up to date, uh, the arrests include uh, two for criminal trespassing, one for theft, six DUIs, and three drug arrests. We do have some ongoing scam uh, investigations. Law enforcement will not tolerate criminal activity in the affected area including scams. We're continually uh, monitoring Facebook and other social media outlets for that. Uh, FEMA and TEMA uh, individuals and personnel will have official IDs going door to door. If there's a question about that, please contact your nearest law enforcement officer that may be in the area. Call the Sheriff's Office, call the Cookville Police, or the Tennessee Highway Patrol Cookville District. Thank you. Now have Cooville Mayor Ricky Shelton come up and talk about some of our donations and funds that are going forward. Good evening. We do have our Cookville Putnam County Tornado Relief Fund established. Um, as of just a few minutes ago, it's uh, it's at over $587,000. We certainly appreciate the, the gratitude and the kindness of people all across the country that are uh, donating to that, that 100% of that will go to our uh, victims of our tornado. There are four ways to donate to that. 
Um, it is putnamcountytn.gov slash relief, and that takes you directly to a site. You can also um, deposit at all 19 locations of Bank of Putnam County. There's a PayPal option, which is PayPal at Cookville Putnam County Tornado Relief Fund, or you can text Cookville Help to 41444. There, there was a Venmo option, and <clears throat> excuse me, there was a Venmo option, and that has now we helped Venmo discover that they did not want to take donations anymore, and so um, I, I like to say our. Uh, Donors helped uh, uh, cause the Venmo to break, and so uh, that is not an option anymore, but we do have the other four options that you can certainly use. We also have a helpline, 646-4636. That continues to be in operation, 646-INFO. And the, the, we had the lost and found still established at the Cookville Community Center, as well as our uh, distribution of resources there as well. Uh, Cookville Regional Medical Center, as Mayor Porter talked about, uh, the victims that were treated there, um, all, and uh, American Physician Partners, which is the contracted agent for our emergency room, have all um, decided that there will be they will bill the insurance companies for the bills, and there will be no other bills sent to any of the victims of the tornado. So uh, no one that was treated will receive a medical bill other than what their insurance will pay. So we're very thankful for that and hope, hopefully that will help uh, those victims as well. And I believe that covers again uh, Cookville Putnam County Tornado Relief Fund and that is available at putnamcountyten.gov. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, we have FEMA and TEMA reps with us, and I'm going to turn it over to FEMA if you'd like okay. to say anything and take any questions about the FEMA side. Sure. Thank you, Mayor Porter. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all for allowing us to be here to share uh, the support that FEMA is uh, can offer the state of Tennessee for the tornado. As the mayor mentioned earlier, uh, the first line to recovery is uh, ideally is to file your insurance claim if you have insurance. Um, ideally what we want you to do is file the insurance claim first before applying with FEMA so that we do not duplicate any insurance um, funding that already been issued by the insurance company. So the way to register with FEMA uh, once you file your insurance claim is to call our 800 number. That helpline number is available seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. local time. That number is 1-800-621-3362. Again, that's 1-800-621-FEMA. Operators are standing by to take your uh, registrations from survivors. Additionally, you may register online if you have access to a computer. And that uh, website is uh, disasterassistance.gov. Disaster assistance is one word. Again, that's www.disasterassistance.gov. On tomorrow, March the 11th, our, our Disaster Recovery Center will be opening up in Putnam County. And uh, survivors will be able to go there to register also. That's going to be set up as a one-stop shop where you can come in and talk face-to-face -face with the applicant service specialist and get uh, help on registering, follow up on your uh, application if you've already registered. Any uh, help that you would need, if you have any questions about anything, you'll be able to speak to, with a representative live. So that is an uh, excellent source if you, you know, want to have that one-on-one -on -one contact. Also, who can apply for assistance? Assistance is going to be um, available to any eligible ap applicant that was impacted by the tornado. 
to receive temporary rental assistance or repairs for um, property damages. Rental assistance uh, may be made available. Also, you may be available for other needs assistance, which would include uh, any burial costs, funeral arrangements, uh, medical bills, or those type of personal property losses, items that insurance may not cover. So um, going back to that's why we want you to file your insurance claim first, because by law, FEMA cannot duplicate any insurance uh, claims. And also, I'd like to share with you uh, about the process, what happens after you register with FEMA. Once you register with FEMA, you're going to get a nine-digit uh, registration number. That number will follow you throughout your application process. Within uh, five to ten business days, you'll get a call from an inspector. The inspector will call to set up an appointment for you to come out and assess the damage. Uh, when the inspector come out, they'll have proper ID. They'll have your registration number, so you'll be able to easily identify whether it's a FEMA person or not. Our services are absolutely free. We don't charge for any of our services, inspections, registration, or anything. Uh, the disaster assistance that you receive will also be in the form of a grant. The fun those funds do not have to be repaid. Uh, that's money to you, the disaster survivor, and it's not uh, taxable income, so you don't have to be concerned with that. Uh, what you'll need to have when you register will be your Social Security number, property damage address, list all of the items that was damaged in the home, uh, of course, current address. You, if you happen to have had to move out of your home, make sure that we have a solid contact number and um, to reach you on because if you're moving from place to place and you put your resident's phone number and it's not working anymore, that may prolong your application. So make sure that we have your current uh, information. Uh, after an inspection, the inspector is not going to tell you what the outcome is. They do not make that determination. They just do an assessment. Within uh, five to ten business days from that, you will get a determination letter. And as the mayor mentioned earlier, if that determination letter say that you are ineligible, please do not throw that letter away. We want you to read that letter completely and provide us with whatever documentation that's being requested on that in that letter because oftentimes as you know people are a little bit emotional they may miss something so if there's something really simple like a digit in your social security number or a transposed phone number which makes your application we can't match everything up so it's really vital that uh, you read that letter thoroughly and say okay, provide the information and just go over to the Disaster Recovery Center. They can help you with the appeal process so you have an opportunity to appeal that determination letter. And so FEMA, as part of a whole community effort, we work along with other federal partners as well as volunteer agencies. We also work with the Small Business Administration. Part of the application process with FEMA is to fill out the registration process, of course, with FEMA. And in addition to that, there is a Small Business Administration a loan packet that you must fill out or is to your advantage to fill it out. Filling out that application open up windows for additional resources. So as we're working as a whole community, because FEMA can't do this alone, and uh, as the Tennessee state community has come together so graciously to, to support these families, uh, FEMA would like to have that partnership as well. So we partner with the Small Business Administration, and they pro provide more long-term assistance to help families to recover. It's not just for businesses. It's also for homeowners uh, and individuals. So I'll let the SBA uh, counterpart speak to that. Thank you.
Good evening. Thank you for having Small Business Administration here. We're here to offer low interest rate loans to homeowners, renters, and as well as businesses and nonprofits. Uh, the interest rate is with uh, the Small Business Administration is low as 1.5%. So we are here to offer assistance to everyone here in Putnam County so we can provide you the assistance that you need so you can be whole again. So we are here so you can have a phone call. You can call us at 1-800-659-2955, or you can use the email disasterloan.sba.gov. We are here to serve the whole entire community here in Putnam County, and we are here and pleased and glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say before we take questions, I think I echo uh, my fellow elected officials that uh, the outpouring from our community, state, across the country has been unbelievable during this disaster. Our hearts still go out to the victims' families. Funerals have been going on for the last few days. They are continuing this week. Uh, if there's anything that we can do for them, we are, we are here to do that. I just ask that you continue to remember us in your prayers. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. The road is long, but we have started the upper, upper climb going up that hill. We're coming back out uh, of the valley and started back up the, up the mountain. So uh, it's, it's going to be a process, but we will work through it. Putnam County is very strong. That's been the new motto is Putnam, Putnam strong or Putnam County strong, along with Cooper strong, and our community is, and, and we will continue to do everything we can to support the survivors uh, and their families. Any questions? I have a question for Sheriff Ferris. Uh, you were talking about the scam. Someone created a fake GoFundMe page under the name Yes, we're aware of, of that particular one, and we're investigating, and hopefully we will uh, have an arrest soon. What's your message to the public about help? Excuse me? What's your message just to the public in general about all of this? Well, absolutely. Just we would ask all the families and the victims to please be careful of what what they're uh, uh, in the citizens of, of the county and, and outsiders who want to help. Just to make sure the the people that they're helping are, are, are vetted and they are the victims of the storm. And we certainly are going to uh, be able to help them with that. Please call law enforcement uh, or the mayor's office, either one. But uh, law enforcement will not tolerate the scams, and we are monitoring that very heavy. Uh, we have one or two more that uh, certainly are being investigated as well. There's two arrests that you made on trespassing. Yes. Were they both One was still in copper uh, from the houses trying to pull copper, still in, uh, still in copper. Yes. And okay. Um, just two more questions. What's your message to the people that are trying to take advantage of well, I think we're sending a message by, by doing what we're doing and having the press conference and me relaying it to you, but uh, we certainly are not going to tolerate that. We're uh, not only the sheriff's office, but uh, Coatville City Police and Tennessee Highway Patrol, Tennessee Bureau Investigation. We're all uh, got boots on the ground. We're going to take care of these families and the victims and all the people that's trying to help them. We're going to make sure that that does not happen to the best of our ability. What are the number of scams that you've seen, different scams? Uh, only a couple, to be honest with you. Only a couple, but uh, we we are monitoring heavy for more. Uh, but and we have um, full-time law enforcement constantly monitoring the sites for those. But uh, 
you know, two is, is not that many, but we, two, two is too, too many. So we're trying to, to avoid that and, and help the, uh, help the good citizens. Outside of the two that were already mentioned, what's the overall looter situation? Have you guys had a bad uprise, or is it staying kind of calm? No, it's staying really calm. We've only had the, the two. Uh, one, uh, both of them was charged with criminal trespassing. One of them was theft uh, as well. Uh, we've made some other DUIs arrest. Those are just people pulling up to the checkpoints trying to, to find out what's going on and, and have too much to drink or under the influence of other uh, illegal drugs. But... Uh, but yes, no, overall it's been very good, and we've been having heavy law enforcement presence, uh, not only on the main thoroughfare, but off in the, the neighborhoods that are devastated. Uh, we certainly are, are camped out out there to make sure that uh, I know a lot of the families wants to come back at night and throughout the night, and they're certainly, it's their property, is certainly uh, uh, honor, uh, welcome to do so, but we just want to make sure that uh, they're safe while they're out there and no looting's going on, and you know, a lot of people still pilfering through trying to find photos and certain valuables, and we certainly want to, to let the families ha have an opportunity to do that before uh, somebody else uh, takes it. Speaking on that, uh, it's only been two people that you've arrested for this. It's got to kind of bolster your spirit in the community. Uh, Absolutely, and we, we know we live in a good community, and, and the goal is to keep it that way. So uh, we're, we're working very diligently to do that. Thank you. Other questions? I have a viewer that wanted to know why donations were needed for the hotel rooms since can't they just use the money that's already been donated to pay for that? Absolutely, and, and we just have folks who continually on a day-to-day -day basis are calling and asking, what can we do? And so we're offering that if there's one thing right now that they could do. I mean, there will be money going to that, and there has been. But if somebody's looking for something to help with, that's one of the top items that they could. Our donation centers are, are becoming overwhelmed with, uh, with so many donations of food and water and, and all those kind of things. So when people ask, we will make sure we give them every opportunity to be able to help. And I also had another one that said that, uh, some people needed assistance getting to uh, the areas that are giving away the food or you know, the, the supplies or other assistance, she said. They need to call 931-646-INFO-4636, and we'll make arrangements. We have U-Carts. We have the uh, Upper Cumberland uh, Human Resource Agency busing that's, uh, that's going around, and uh, if someone needs assistance getting somewhere, we'll try to make that work. Any other questions? Thank you again. We appreciate you coming. Thank you. Again, uh, to recap uh, from what we heard from Mayor Porter and Sheriff Ferris and Mayor Ricky Shelton, uh, 6,000 volunteers in the area over the last several days helping to get the area cleaned up. They have helped to the point that Highway 70 will be reopened at 6 o'clock tonight with speed limits of 30 miles per hour. The side roads remain closed. Uh, they did not make this point, but I'm sure they want to. It, it's not time to go and see the damage. So we're, we're not to that point yet. 700 structures damaged, uh, 147 destroyed, 32 business structures damaged, 8 of those destroyed. Power is back on to all except those whose homes are too damaged. 
Uh, also wanted to make sure that uh, all of the survivors know that a special communication system has been set up to help them uh, make sure that you are on that special messaging service. If you're not, or if you have a question about that, you can call 646-INFO. That is the main number. If you have questions about just about anything, you can call 646 info and someone will be able to help you with the information you need 646 info cleanup continues one week later from the tornado that forever changed our community this has been a special report from news talk 94.1